and that may be the history, but what about right now? Today, if you look at Charlottesville, the, 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 the white supremacist rally, gee, there are the racists in Trump hats. And it is this elephant in the living room that I take on in this movie, Howie, and I crush it. I crush it because I show that these white nationalists are actually on the left today. Uh, Jason Kessler, the organizer of the Charlottesville rally, left-winger, Obama supporter, Occupy Wall Street guy. Now, this was actually known to the media at the time, but they suppressed it. Why? Because they knew it would have destroyed their narrative. And so even though there were articles in the Charlottesville paper, the Charlottesville paper interviewed Jason Kessler's girlfriend, who basically said that, that Kessler broke up with her because he regarded her as too conservative. Uh, she was not liberal enough for him. And this is a guy, What's as I say, an Obama by the way, what's become of that guy? Where, he's kind of disappeared, hasn't he? he? He's kind of disappeared, but the guy who has not disappeared, the, the ultimate poster boy of white supremacy, is this guy Richard Spencer. Now, you know that when Richard Spencer went to Florida to speak uh, several months ago, the governor declared a state of emergency, as if to say this guy's so dangerous that, that we have to have the whole state on alert. Well, I interview him in the movie, uh, and with the simple question of discovering is he on the left or on the right, and it's a very eye-opening interview. It's very obvious that this guy... Did we lose Dinesh? We, we lost Dinesh. Yeah, we'll have to call uh, Dinesh back. It, you know, I, I, don't, I, I really don't blame Rick Scott for saying that because uh, he's, he's running for the Senate, so that's, that's what happened. I mean, he's just... Uh, he, he didn't want to be uh, caught flat-footed in case something did happen. So, I, I mean, you, you do have to uh, occasionally do politically expedient stunts like uh, saying that there's a state of emergency because some nut comes down. So I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't think that's a big deal. But, you know, I'm glad he brought up Charlottesville because, uh, you know, the, uh, the guy who uh, ran down the uh, crowd, he said he was just reacting to what happened, that he was scared. And that's basically what they're saying about this woman, uh, Sarah Jong, in the statement from the New York Times. For, for a period of time, she responded to the harassment by imitating the rhetoric of her harassers. We have, uh, we have Dinesh D'Souza back on. Isn't that basically what the guy in Charlottesville said, Dinesh? He responded to that harassment by imitating the rhetoric of his harassers, right? It's very, very bizarre. I mean, I think ultimately when we look back on it, we'll see. I mean, not, we're not going to try to change the tragedy of Charlottesville. Obviously, a person was killed, was run over. The tragedy of Charlottesville remains. It's the Charlottesville narrative, uh, the mining of the Charlottesville event for ideological gain. That's really what I'm exposing in the movie. And really, that's crushing because what that really shows is that even now, the left is lying about its racist roots, roots that are alive today, but are being camouflaged and foisted on the right. So how, how uh, widespread is the movie opening? How many theaters are you in this weekend? It's opening in a thousand theaters nationwide. The, the website is just deathofanationmovie.com. So if you put in your zip code, it'll tell you where the movie's playing close to you. And, and the book, of course, is in stores this week. Deathofanationmovie.com, and you can find out where the where the movie is uh, is closest to you. What do you, what do you make of uh, Jim Acosta? Gets he gets heckled in Florida, and he and uh, he says he, he feared for his life, and he was in in grave physical peril. I mean, uh, it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> laughable, isn't it, the Nash? Well, I mean, look, this guy, uh, you know, uh, I I don't think that the press is the enemy of the people. 
so much as I think that the mainstream media is the enemy of the truth. In other words, the mainstream media is a propaganda wing of the democratic left. Uh, they will suppress information inconvenient to their side and trumpet information favorable to it. Look, I'm about to release a movie about the most controversial and important issues of our time in a thousand theaters, and yet as far as ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, PBS, NPR, as far as all these mainstream outlets are concerned, my movie does not exist. They won't mention it. They won't breathe a word about it. They're going to pretend it is not a fact in the world as long as it is not reported on their screens. Now, this is perverse. I mean, it's one thing if they said, okay, well, Dinesh, come on The View and discuss it. Come on CNN and debate it. We've got three historians lined up to refute you. I would be up for all that. But these guys are so low and, and just so dishonest that their strategy is let's not give the guy any airtime um, because that way we don't even have to talk about his look. Let's pretend you, you know, Dinesh, no do you know how you would be getting much more royal treatment and you'd be getting wall-to-wall -wall media coverage if your name was Mumia? They would. You, you were convicted. Well, no, no, you were convicted of the wrong kind of crime, though, Dinesh. You were you were convicted of uh, writing a check for twenty five thousand dollars to a Senate candidate, whereas Mumia was convicted of killing a cop. So he's he's good people as far as they're concerned, and and you're just a you're just a nasty uh, Republican. You know, uh, Sarah Jung hates you as much as she hates me. Well, you know what, Howie? I here's what I think my mistake was. Remember when the Clinton appointee judge sentenced me to psychiatric treatment and uh, psychiatric re-education for my crimes. What I should have done is gone into psych psychiatric treatment and come out fully rehabilitated, uh, become a liberal, started spouting nonsense on MSNBC and CNN, and I would be a hero to these people. Yeah, you could. Yeah, if, maybe if you'd gotten White House press credentials and you'd gone and you'd heckled uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders like the quote-unquote playboy reporter at the White House that you'd have a gig at CNN. You know, it worked for it worked for that Playboy guy, it worked for April Ryan, it's working for Jim Acosta. You don't need to be a reporter, you don't need to develop sources, just go and yell and heckle. Now the thing that worries me is that to back up this fake news, we have fake scholarship. We've got these bogus scholars and what they do is they ratify the prejudices of the left. In part they do it because it's good for their careers. Uh, if you if you do things like write books showing that Nazism was a phenomenon of the right, Trump is a quasi-fascist and so on, this is basically what's, what gets you lionized in the New York Review of Books, long features on NPR, uh, you know, and this is the way in which it, this is how you, your career is made, if you will, as a progressive academic. And so part of what I'm trying to do is blow the, the whistle and lift the lid, not just on fake news, but fake scholarship and fake history. All right, Dinesh D'Souza, if you want to see where his movie is playing, uh, death, deathofanationmovie.com, and you can just type in your zip code, and uh, you can find out where the movie's playing. Look forward to seeing the movie and uh, reading the book, Dinesh D'Souza. Thanks for being with us. I'm Howie Carr. If you change the station, the moon backs with you. are listening to the Howie Carr Show. Hello?